1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Drive Podcast. I'm really excited to be here today. This is your boy, East Coast Trev, and... This is Steve. Oh, Steve. What is <laughs> up, buddy? Oh, chilling, man. Chilling. Wow. It's nice to have this, man. I, I, I'm excited. Like, me too. I, You know, it's it's like family all over again. Well, technically, we're joining two families. We are joining two families in this episode. This is very true. That two very sounds, big families. That almost sounds weird. <laughs> it's, I, you know, when you said that, like all I had in my mind was like the wedding and they're taking two different kinds of sands and pouring them together. You know what I'm saying? Like on the pew. Uh, all right. Yeah, here all we right. go. Here we go. All right. Ball Steve beer. head first. Let's go. Good. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's man. literally what's happening on this one this is this is something we we are we're combining gator outdoors with the outdoor drive podcast they have now title sponsored us and we're gonna have wait on here um and just kind of go over everything and uh kind of what they are what they do and uh a little bit about wade you know hey, he, he drops some cliffhangers there's some stuff going on that uh, you know i'll be very clear that we can't put it out there yet and we're going to blame COVID as the reason that that was made very apparent during the show. COVID's the reason yeah, that well, excuse reason, call it what you want, but there are some cliffhangers and things like that in here that you really need to pay attention to because mm -hmm. it's going to shape the future, not only of Gator Outdoors, but of us. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to have a very big, long lasting changing effect on everything. And at the same time, he drops surprises on us during the show that well, not that's only affect it, us, but they affect you. Affect you. I was just about to say that because he also, by being on the podcast tonight, he also gave us five extra percent off. It just went from 20% off to 25% off. So a quarter percent off of every product that you buy off of GatorOutdoors.com. Yeah. What is better than that, man? I mean, Dude, it's already affordable gear. Yeah. And now it's even more affordable if you use the promo code Outdoor Drive 25. And, you know, I'm going to go right into it, honestly. So if you use that promo code, we're going to do something also, guys. We, we've we been talking about this giveaway here on our social media pages. Well, we have a huge, huge giveaway. This this podcast, actually, we're giving away the whole house. Um, we're going to give away. A Let me clarify. Well, <laughs> I'm not giving away mine either, but we're going to give away a thousand dollar hunt for you and a friend to come up and hunt with ducks on the bay, myself and ducks on the bay. Um, so it's going to be very easy, something very awesome to do. All you got to do is put in any of our promo codes um, with any of our sponsors. And if they don't have them like Nor'easter game calls ducks on the bay in the notes, you're going to go in and you're going to put in their duck giveaway or outdoor drive giveaway or whatever you want to do just to specify that you're going to be part of the giveaway. So we're going to give away the thousand dollar hunt 
for free with a friend. You just have to buy your licenses, food and lodging while you're here. Um, it's pretty simple. It's pretty cut and dry. This is a once in a lifetime bucket list hunt to be able to hunt. And all you have to do is buy a product from one of our sponsors and it will enter you to be part of the giveaway. When you buy from the outdoor drive, you get two entries. When you buy from Ducks on the Bay, you get two entries. So you get double the amount of entries <laughs> for, for just buying something that you're already buying. That's what that's what you don't get. Now, now um, let me let me clarify one thing because a few people have said this, Derek. Uh, you don't have to be a duck hunter for this hunt. This hunt is true. a bucket list hunt for non duck hunters. This is for the everyday guy who's never done this. Get your stuff, show up, and they will take you out and let you kill bucket list ducks. So if duck hunting ain't your thing and you're going, oh, I don't know if I would like it, reconsider that this is your hunt. This is the one you want to get in on. Once in a lifetime hunts. I mean, shooting your eiders. Um, eiders are only found in our area. They're only found from like Jersey North, New York North. Like we don't, they don't have those things any south of there, Maryland. It's nothing on the, on the coast, even down. It's only in the sea. So your eiders, you can kill your scoters, long tails. Um, those can all be killed here. So it's a once in a lifetime thing. It, on the West Coast, they have king eiders. They have Harlequin, so on and so forth. So there's totally different ducks than what we what we have. And people come from all over just to come and shoot these ducks. So it's a once-in-a-lifetime hunt. I mean, we're, we're giving away something huge. Um, and you can purchase other days when you guys are here. So if you guys want to do two days or whatever, uh, you can arrange that with Dan uh, from Ducks on the Bay. But uh, it's pretty cut and dry, man. This is This is huge. This is absolutely huge. I want everybody to tell your friends about this. Get this thing out there. The more that you purchase, the more you can be part of it. Uh, tell your buddies to go and buy something. When they buy something, then they get in. They can bring you. It's like a lottery. It's like a actual hunting lottery. So you definitely want to be part of it. Hell yeah. So let's let's go ahead and spin oh, this Captain off. Captain Mike just walked in the room. <laughs> what up, Captain Mikey? <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's roll it around. Who all can they use? to get entered off the top of your head. Um, Nor'easter game calls. Nor'easter game calls. T timber tumblers. Um, wicked twisted bowstrings. Broadside camo. Gator outdoors. Ducks on the bay. And wild edge ink. Or outdoor drive also. So, But those are... Damn, you're getting pretty good Not at bad, this. right? You're pretty good at this. <laughs> I got to think of these things. Like when I'm going to the bathroom, I just like, I don't I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's rehearsing in the mirror. <laughs> like, these, these are, these are, all right, let's, we got this. We got this. Nice. <laughs> and, you know, for those guys, I do have a handful of big stickers left. So um, they're not sold out yet. So I do still have those. Those will enter you in two entries to get in on this duck hunt. Also, um, if you go on ducksonthebay.com, and you order their sticker pack, you get two stickers for $5. Um, that's shipped. 
and that will get you two entries also into the duck hunt. So nice. um, you can buy a sweatshirt, a t-shirt. He's got hats over there, pretty much anything and everything. And I am almost done with the next run of hats. So those will also go on there. And I'm going to say this also because this was supposed to be out sooner. And I have mentioned something this on our YouTube live is if you have purchased a turkey call, our outdoor series turkey call, or our Ridge Runner turkey call, um, I know who you are. And I'm going to uh, retro back and I'm going to enter you into the giveaway also because you guys, because those aren't on there, um, those people will be entered into the giveaway also. You gave us our love. Uh, we're going to give you a little back. Yep. I like it. So, um, And there is, guys, there's only three outdoor series pot calls left. We have sold out of every single one. Uh, I think there was 15 of them. There's only three more left, and that's because Mark made more. So our box calls are still on there. Uh, we are actually out of little cluckers. I believe there may be some that are in Nor'easter. Um, if you guys do buy something from Nor'easter Game Calls and it's not Outdoor Drive, just put in there Outdoor Drive Podcast Giveaway. So then you do be able to get uh, that also. So we, there is still a bunch of calls on there. The Ridge Runners, there's a very limited run of those also. So just get on over there, Nor'easter Game Calls, and uh, you can get those things. But I did want to let you know, if you already did purchase, you are in on the giveaway. Nice. And, and we will have the official rules and details and walkthrough of everything coming out tomorrow as this mm -hmm. drops thursday this will come out on friday so you will have a reference card you can go to our instagram and facebook page see the post with the rules and details on the hunt and if there's any questions honestly feel free to reach out to me steven on uh, either our instagram page our facebook page or even our email um they're all on our website so and if you want to ask a question, you can actually go to OutdoorDrive.com uh, and go on there or TheOutdoorDrive.com and you can ask a question there. It'll go right to our email also. So don't be afraid to ask, please. Yeah. We're more than willing to help everybody out. Absolutely, brother. Well, one thing we do need to get to that everyone's been missing out on for the last week, I think you need to turn around and uh, crank that bad boy up. Oh, Snap. Hey everyone, Mike here with some news for your crews. We're going to kick this one off in Washington, where the summer ocean salmon fishing options are out for public comment. Uh, there are three options that have been developed, and the options have been crafted with quota levels designed to address the conservation needs of the coastal coho stocks and the Puget Sound. Uh, Chinook stocks while still trying to provide angler access to the more abundant stocks in the ocean areas. Uh, the first option would allow for 28,000 Chinook and 75,200 marked coho. Uh, this option includes an early season for Chinook fishing in June in all areas followed by a Chinook and marked coho fisheries throughout uh, the rest of the summer. Option two would provide for 25,000 Chinook and 95,600 mark coho, uh, but in this option, a higher portion of the coho quota is, would be assigned to the Columbia River area. And option three would be to close all areas to salmon fishing. Uh, this mostly due to Keats and other coastal rivers uh, expecting to have poor returns this year. Uh, under any of the options, daily limits and days open 
uh, would vary uh, between those options. And under any of these scenarios, the Department of Fish and Wildlife uh, would monitor salmon catch by recreational anglers uh, and may close the season earlier if quotas are met. Um, there's a, it was actually a public hearing this week, uh, and public comments can be provided at wdfw.gov slash fishing slash management slash north dash falcon slash public dash input. Um, so if you fish out west and are interested in that, get your comments in. So now off to Arizona and a follow-up on trail camera restrictions. Uh, the Game and Fish Commission had proposed has proposed an alternative rule amendment uh, to regulate the use of trail cameras. This is partially in response to the public comments received on their December proposal. Um, there were over 2,700 comments, of which 1,200 were opposed to the game camera ban. 832 were in support of the ban. 442 suggested uh, additional regulation or a partial ban and 254 responses were duplicate submissions by people uh, with multiple comments. Of the, the more important part here is the uh, suggestions from the 442 comments uh, that, are that were taken into consideration for um, either additional or somewhat different regulation on trail cameras. Of those 442, 160 <clears throat> suggested to prohibit cameras around water, 101 recommend prohibiting by season, 70 recommended prohibiting by location, uh, 54 recommended limiting uh, or regulating guides, 35 recommended registering cameras, 14 recommended prohibiting statewide except on private land, uh, 4 recommended they do an educational campaign, and 3 comments recommended only allowing champ hunters to use game cameras. So in response, uh, the new proposal is to, one, prohibit the use of trail cameras for the purpose of taking or aiding in the take of wildlife within a quarter mile of a developed water source, and two, allow the use of trail cameras to aid in the take of wildlife from February 1st through June 30th, as long as the camera is not placed within a quarter mile of a developed water source. Uh, this is a new proposal. Uh, and it doesn't replace December's, but it does provide the commission with options to consider at the end of the rulemaking process. Uh, public comments are being taken on this proposal right now, and they're being accepted through April 11th uh, and can be sent by email to rulemaking at azgfd.gov. Um, so it looks like the process is working. It looks like they're trying to give themselves some more options. Um, and maybe not completely ban the use of trail cameras, which is great. So on to North Dakota, um, and good news for anyone thinking of trying to get another tag for turkey season. There were 486 spring turkey licenses still available in seven units, and the North Dakota Game and Fish Department has released these on a first-come, first-served basis online. Uh, and those can be found at https colon slash slash gf.nd.gov slash buy dash apply. So go get them before they run out. Now to Iowa and one that really grinds my gears. Um, a couple weeks ago, I just reported on finally um, a, poaching, a poaching punishment that was fitting of the crime. Uh, and now lawmakers in Iowa have advanced a bill that would reduce fines for poaching deer. 
Yeah, I said that right. Reduce fines for poaching deer. Um, Senator Ken Rosenboom said that he introduced Senate File 464 um, in his, you know, because his southeast Iowa district has too many deer, as do other parts of the state. The bill would reduce the fine for poaching antlerless deer from $1,500 to $50. Uh, he did say he is likely to propose an amendment that would make that fine $200 as opposed to $50, but still would be a significant reduction in the fine for illegal take of an antlerless deer. Uh, this bill would also be retroactive, meaning it would negate fines assessed after July 1st, 2020. Um, the bill was also included to decrease the depredation licenses from $13 to $2 and to require the DNR to study, uh, to do a study to assess the environmental and crop damage of deer in the state. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry, but this is just unacceptable. So if anyone out that way has a way to get involved in this or provide comments on it, um, let me know because I would like to push that out um, and get some opposition to this. So now a couple more records uh, with the firm br first bring us back to Montana again, where Theron Thompson uh, has broken the seven and a half, well, 7.51 pound smallmouth bass state record with a 7.8 pound beast he caught in Fort Peck Reservoir. Thompson's catch shows that giants can be caught even in the species northernmost um, parts of their range. Uh, so congrats to Thompson on a great smallie. And lastly, going back to North Dakota, angler Jared uh, Skypanowski uh, has caught the North Dakota state record walleye uh, pending North Dakota Game and Fish Department's review. On Saturday, March 13th, Jared caught the 16.39-pound walleye, uh, which will best the current 15-pound 13-ounce record set in 2018. Uh, biologists do believe that um, the fish might be just shy of 20 years old, um, with there being a very successful spawn in 20 or in 2001, which did produce that 2018 record fish as well. Uh, the 2018 record fish was aged using the fish's otolith or ear stone, um, which develops rings, uh, for each year of the fish's life, similar to a tree stump. Um, only time will tell how old the pending state record is. And regardless, congratulations to Jared on a monster walleye. Uh, as always, if you have any news to send along to me, please reach out. Uh, Mike Salter on Facebook or bearded underscore bowhunter21 on Instagram. And with that, enjoy the rest of your ride. Good old news for the cruise, man. Thank you, Mike Salter. We really appreciate it. And no, you cannot win the giveaway. Just letting <laughs> you know. <laughs> Captain Mike said he already won. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we still have a, a hats off thing going on for for Mike and uh, that whole yeah. situation. You know, giving for away sure. that 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 Ridge Runner call that he won and turning it back around. So big thanks to you again, there, bud. Uh, yeah. And congratulations, that, to that Keith, for winning good. that one. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, it's good to have you back, man. Last week you were kind of cut out of the deal we were balls deep with drew and nice to have you back in there it, there was a missing piece appreciate there. it so yeah some good news man appreciate it buddy definitely well you think uh maybe we should get on with the show yeah man let's uh are we missing anything Ooh, i'm sure we are but you know what I, i'm more excited to kind of get behind the the nuts and bolts as to why and how 
this whole mix with Gator Outdoors took place. I agree, man. Let's let him rip. All right, brother. Let me bring him on. the outdoor drive podcast we are joined by the fucking man wade borman what is up brother hey fellas good to see you what's good happening to see man. You too, man. i mean we're seeing each other digitally us. yeah i know yeah it, it's not from the truck this time oh I not via bluetooth you're not out there watching deer bragging to us i watched 20 bucks walk by in my field was that was that before or after i killed captain and coke that was that was before. That was before you were out there looking for him. Okay, he, he showed up on camera while we were podcasting last time. Yeah, that's right. And I think was the wind not right? Is that why I wasn't sitting there? What was going on? Uh, you had one walk up to your truck. I think it was a little forkhorn. Yeah, I remember. Okay, I remember that now because there's a bunch of deer hitting that hitting that field that night. Yeah, and then he came. That's right. Yep, he came right at last light. I think, and he was. I think he actually was hitting a scrape stick is what he was doing in the timber. So, um, yeah. Yeah, because it was right as we hung up that you flipped us over the picture and said, look at this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Showed up. That's right. You you had quite the season last year, man. <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> it, was, uh, Understatement. it was a fun one. It was a fun one. Yeah, that's it, right. I'm actually – it's funny because now – so. So, since we're sitting here on Zoom, I'm actually looking down the river right now in my window and can see kind of the island of where I shot him at. It's a little farther south. Um, and that was the first time for me ever doing that. And I, I didn't want to be like some known kayak public man because that's not me at all. You know, I have a really nice, badass flat bottom boat that I spent a lot of effing money on and put a big fat shoe in and went down the river and killed a buck. That's, that's all I wanted to do. I didn't do anything with, you know, three-day-old underwear with a joint in my pocket. I did it, you know, <laughs> I did it the real, honest, hardworking man's way. Well, well, see, here's now. Kayak. Now's the problem is everyone knows that it's right out your back window. So once everyone finds your building, <laughs> they're gonna look out and go, "There's those islands." Yeah. Well, it's funny. Well done. <laughs> it's, it's well. I'm looking at Illinois and Iowa right now. So good luck. <laughs> I like it. Good call. Yeah. Good luck, but no, um, yeah, it was very a very good season and uh, one for the books, that's for sure. And I've been always wanting to top each year, you know, if I could, and you know, killing my actual my shooter buck and then actually going down river and accomplishing something that you know I didn't think I was going to be able to do. I had a one tag, you know, one tag for um, Iowa, which was just a resident tag, and then I actually had a landowner's tag. So that's how I got my two buck tag. So okay. what I did was I, I, I ended up getting my um, landowner buck filled and then decided, hey, I'm going to do something completely off the cuff. I actually had another deer 
and it's 160, it's probably close to 170 that I really wanted to get another property. But I said, I can let him go one more year because he's got no pressure. And I'm going to skip him. And I'm going to jump on the river and accomplish something else. And maybe he was my goal coming into this year. But I don't know. I, I, dude, going on the river was so much freaking fun. It was a completely different thing because when you come back up river and you got a deer in the front of your boat, and you're pulling to the dock and everybody's sitting there like, dude, what what'd you just do today? Dude, I've just, you know, killed a killed a freaking buck off the island and I'm gonna get some breakfast now. Smoking my <laughs> boat. I love it. I love that Snapchat when you were riding up and you just had the thing in the front of the boat. And it that is epic. Completely and utterly epic. You did it totally blue collar. Yeah, it was fun. You know, I have some videos of that and stuff I wanted to post. I haven't posted them all yet, but maybe I'll save them for a few reels, but um yeah, you just tell, I'm just, dude, I'm jacked. That was one of the funnest hunts ever. And uh, that would do, it was more fun than killing my biggest buck to date. And that's just crazy. You know, he was probably only a one, maybe touch 140, one mid 130s. And, uh, you know, just, <laughs> I didn't care. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was the hunt in general. Well, and, and that's the thing. And that goes right back to show you that it's not the size of the deer that makes the hunt worth a shit. Exactly. It's a memorable hunt. Did you enjoy it? And if you come out of it, whether it's a 110 or a 210, like you said, and you're that jacked, it was a good yeah. hunt. That's a win. That's a trophy. Yep. yep. I remember <clears throat> right when I shot him, two boys, I shot him. And then, I mean, seriously, he didn't go 20. He dumps. And I just put my bow down, fell right on my back, and just started laughing. I was laughing hysterically. I think it was, I was trying to cry, but I couldn't cry. I just started laughing. And I didn't know why. It was just like an adrenaline dump of like seasons over. What a, it was just the whole year in a nutshell, COVID, everything guys. And it was just like, yep, we're done next season. And it was just bittersweet moment. And I can enjoy Thanksgiving and not spend all day in a tree, which wouldn't have bothered me either though. True, true. But I'm sure you'll have seasons coming up that you'll make up for that. So I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it never repeats. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a good one, but uh Yeah. Anyway, what do you guys want to go I, I with this? We, we can go a lot of different directions. No. Well, first off, I just want to turn the key on this one. We're going to put it in overdrive <laughs> here. Why don't you tell everyone who you are, where you're from, and what you do? See, I figured everybody we already, haven't gone there yet. See, I figured everybody already knew me. You're not that special, Wade. Yeah, I was on a couple times with you, and I figured, oh, they know me now. And, you know, I'm the gator guy from Iowa with has no gators. And, you know, they just figured, <laughs> don't forget me. No. no so. how, could you, how could you, man? <laughs> exactly. You won't know after this one. That's right. So, uh, no, uh, Wade Borman from, uh, I'm actually from Preston, Iowa. I live in Bellevue, Iowa now, and uh, started a company called Gator Outdoors about a year and a half ago. Um, kind of family, it was family um, operated as Gator Graphics originally. Um, it was a, we were a graphic design company, um, did a lot of stickers, decals, trucks, trailers, you name it, um, different things. And, for years, I was already in the industry, but through other people, um, basically as like a salesman, um, I would call it just as a salesman. I would go to different shows, hand out business cards for different people and get names and shake hands with, you know, some of the most important, biggest people in the industry that I looked up to pretty much and, uh, always want to be a part of it, but I didn't, you know, I'm not a big name and I'm not a big buck killer like everybody else and didn't have what everybody else had, but. I thought at least I can have find some kind of market where I can go into things. So I said, maybe we can start getting into wraps and trucks and kind of get in the hunting industry doing different things like that. Um, so we had 
Jordan Johnson from Combination Creative create a logo, a different things. I created a website where people could find us. So then I went to ATA, the ATA show, talking to different brands and putting them on the website, kind of thinking maybe we'll turn into a website for outdoorsmen that would be more affordable than another place they've been going to. So I went that route. And then I said, well, I need a kind of new shirt design for my brand. So I kind of had Jordan work on some things for that. And the logo was born. And then all of a sudden the lifestyle brand started kicking off and then white labeling different products started taking off. And all of a sudden we were exceeding huge sales through the Gator Outdoors brand and not really much of anything else. Other, I mean, other people's products were selling. Don't get me wrong. But the most important part was definitely the, the brand. So I doubled down and said, let's do it. Let's go all in on Gator Outdoors. And uh, long story short, you know, we're, where we're at now, there's some big things happening that we've discussed before the podcast. That's going to be changing, but uh, it's going to be changing the website, going to be changing IG quite a bit, going to be changing Facebook. Um, we're going to be cleaning stuff up. There's going to be a lot of different things going on. I'm the one who runs all the social pages. So um, I'm not a pro. You don't see a lot of flashy things, but everything we have is real. It's raw. It's fun. Um, we're very youth oriented, but, uh, Gator Outdoors is still a family owned business. My mom is full-time. My sister's full-time Gator Outdoors. So that's a big deal to me. Um, you know, I wear this company on my sleeve, you know, everywhere I go. So my full-time gig is an insurance salesman. That's what, that is what I do. A lot of that money that I make goes into Gator Outdoors. That's how it even survived in the beginning. Um, cause it didn't, wasn't making money, but obviously we're at the point now where that's a different story. So, um, we're, I'm excited to see where things go. And, um, that's the whole reason why we're on this podcast today is, uh, um, we need more people involved in our family and to kind of, uh, lead us in the direction where I believe that we should be. Oh yeah. I love it, dude. That's a nice cliffhanger. It's- it is <laughs> leaves everyone just interested yeah. enough, but not sure quite what's going on in the world, but they'll keep an <laughs> eye out. That's right. That's right. It's, uh, you still, at the end of the day, I don't know what we're, what I'm doing. So, um, and that's why a lot of people go, so yeah, I think they're a lifestyle brand, they're family owned. Yeah, yeah. They feel good. And then we're, what we we're, we're kind of doing that. We're kind of throwing ourselves at different things to see what sticks, you know, what, what is it that we're doing? Well, we came, we basically had a come to Jesus moment last weekend or two weekends prior, two weekends ago and dug deep about what we really want for direction. And we found it and, uh, it's going to explode. I'll put it in lamest terms, but I think it's going to be a big deal. Um, we are excited and that's the cliffhanger I'm leaving. I like it. Cause yeah, I mean, it's not just you. We're Jack too, dude. We're, yeah. Oh, we're talking. It's yeah. hard not to want to just say spill the beans. But, yeah, right. I mean, everyone's Legally, just going to have to stay tuned. That's all I can say. It's, stay tuned. I'm just happy that we're here for the ride, man. That, you know, you guys have now title sponsored us and we get to be part of this whole thing that, that you've kind of built and created and you're your own little baby here. Yeah. You know, one big thing is you guys have mad respect from the working class boner crew, which is close to my heart because we're so close to each other. We're, we're 35 to 45, 50 minutes to an hour, whatever it is with between everybody, Kurt, Doug, um, you know, we're all, we're all so close to each other that 
you know, it just, it was just, it was just a no brainer. What, what we're going to be doing with our brand is exactly who you guys are, you know, with being the outdoor drive, being in every realm and aspect of what you guys believe in, what you guys talk about, which is awesome. So what we're going to be pushing on our side of things with our family is exactly what you guys already talk about. So it's just a perfect fit. Well, and you guys I, make badass sweatshirts. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're working. Yeah. So that's the big thing too, is we're coming up with more of that stuff too. Yeah. That, that miles for piles came out a little bit too late for Trev. Oh dude, it's <laughs> killing me, man. Like I, I seen that and I was like, Oh, I love that sweatshirt. Like I wear it fishing. I wear it shed hunting. I wear it hunting. Like I love it. And then I saw the new one. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Wade yeah. sits down at the table and I'm going, Trev, dude, his eyes are up there. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. I, I was laughing because um, we got a little uh, shoot going on next weekend um, with the WCB boys. And I, I go, I haven't told them yet, but they're all going to get one of these hoodies too. And I'll, I'll get you guys one as well. But, you know, Kurt, Eric, Doug, they have no idea. Ross, Austin, they have no idea these, these hoodies are even in yet, probably. So I'm going to drop them off. I'm excited for everybody to see them because Jordan killed it. I mean, this sweatshirt literally looks amazing. And that's just one of our new additions to what's what's about to happen is our complete – we're doing a complete just overhaul of our apparel side of things, which is going to be awesome. And uh, that's what we're looking forward to is eye-catching stuff that no one else has with different – like a bunch of different colors. So um, hopefully yeah. it sticks, and that's what I think is going to happen. If I and keep poking can... and prodding, I may be get able to get him to just give up the goods. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that, bro. Yeah, that's that. it. No more. No. I, and and not even that, but I mean, you still you have a pretty big family behind Gator Outdoors as it is. I mean, some of the people that you have that that are part of the family are some of the coolest people ever. Man, that that whole squad is next to none. Awesome. Oh yeah. I mean, we're. I mean, you got to remember, we are very fortunate to be where we're from. We are in the heartland of the heartland of the heartland of whitetail country. I mean, we are in the thick. We are eastern Iowa on the Mississippi River between Iowa and Illinois on the blackest dirt of blackest dirt you can find with corn 8 to 10 feet tall, 12 feet tall in most spots. It's just we are in some thick country. And it's people look at Iowa and think Iowa's flat. I don't know what part of Iowa you were at, but it's not here. That is not this Iowa. You mean the south-facing slopes aren't four feet tall? No. <laughs> That's what I say. So when I go to the Midwest and I'd be like, because like shed hunting season obviously is when we're normally there, and I will see like this little rolling hill, and I'll be like, oh, look, it's a south-facing slope. <laughs> like It's just this little bump. Uh, no. Wade, Wade didn't think that was funny. <laughs> no, I didn't. Come out here. We'll show you south-facing slopes that are three <laughs> miles long. Sure. <laughs> the truth. It's the truth. No, but you guys do have a lot of awesome things out there. Like the Midwest is you obviously grew up in the Midwest. Like you were born and raised there, Wade. Mm-hmm. Yep. You were born Wade. Yeah. So yep, yep, yep. you have and okay. <laughs> Spit it out, Trev. It's it's a totally <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> Fucking Trev's like shell shocked right now. Um <laughs> why? I'm not shell shock. Are you sure? I would be shell shock. <laughs> All right, I am. No, just kidding. No, but so, so I'm sorry, I can't. It's, take it's it. just a totally different. You're fucking killing me, Steven. This guy's bad. 
No, but being like the Midwest, like you're saying, dude, being in like the the, the whitetail capital of the world, it's got to be something that's like surreal for you anyways, like going and hunting other places or no? Well, to, to back up a little bit off that, it was the people that we have in our back behind us, like family wise and everything else like that. I mean, this is what they do for a living. I mean, we eat shit, breathe right. deer. 365 days a year i mean that's as simple as that i have trail cameras running all year round you know since season was over right away i'm already thinking we, we I mean we've been on i've been on tons of ground already looking for scrapes looking for sign that you can't find any time other than the year because it's so thick right now i can find where they've been all winter and kind of hone in on that like right now is your best time to be looking for sign right now that's just what i think get out there and find your spots on x i put nope, tree stand here tree stand here tree stand here because come when it gets thick, I ain't going to find it. Right. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, going right back to the spot. You know, I mean, yeah, you'll have Old your occasional people say, well, stuff. yeah, yeah. So right now is mean very important time of the year because this, this being successful, this part time of the year is going to make you, I mean, to who you're going to be by fall. And that's what I've been doing. Um, now, I haven't been on the river yet, but I'm going to be on the river <laughs> soon. And I'm going to jump some islands and kind of get dirty and, I'd love to find some really cool sheds on the islands, which we got some time yet. It's not flooding here, so um, we're going to be pretty lucky. Yeah. Seems like the weather's going to work out a little better for you this year than last year. Well, last year was okay, too. Last year was pretty dry, so the river was perfect. Um, Like, if the river gets, you know, pretty high in the summertime, you know, it's going to be hard by fall to even hunt. It's going to be so buggy and shitty. Last fall, it was dry. It was a pretty rare year um it was nice compared to what we have been we've had a lot of floods so we couldn't even be on the river with boats because it's been so high it's just been nasty the current's just so so crazy you know nice <clears throat> oh pardon it... go ahead you're right over there you're, i'm good man you good i'm, I'm great i thought you died i can't talk tonight so, so i good. just give up i no. thought you died <laughs> reload i think you did too so so with the with the river really affects you that much like it, it definitely. floods that bad. I mean, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's the Mississippi river. I mean, a lot of people don't understand, I mean, how it goes up and down so quickly. I mean, all the snow and all the ice that's been frozen, you know, up North, this mm-hmm. entire winter is going to melt and it's going to affect us down South. What we have here doesn't affect us because it's going to melt and go down South. Right. That's what people don't understand. Oh man, we have so much snow here. It's going to flood us. No, it's not. It goes south. It goes the opposite direction of where you are. So up north, they've had a lot of snow this year and everything else. I anticipate a little, obviously, rise you do every spring. But like last year, we had a very good river year. And so we could get on islands. We could do different things, um, things I haven't done before. Run trail cameras. If you can't really run trail cameras, they're getting flooded by the Mississippi every freaking weekend. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. What we so call those fish year, camera. Yeah, last year was a good year for that. But last year, I didn't run cameras, actually. I didn't really expect I was going to be able to do that because I was so honed in on one deer that I'll just, you know, I'm just going to jump on an island and hunt. And that's what I did. I had no, no idea what was even going to be there, which was the funnest part. Nice. I was going to ask you that. Of it all was I got into the tree. Or I didn't even get to the tree. I'll just tell you how this worked. I got to the tree and had my summon on the back of me. I was going to climb the tree. A doe runs out in front of me, like just zooms right in front of me, right at daybreak. And I'm going to climb. I'm like, all right, well, wait a little bit. And all of a sudden, here comes the buck on the dike chasing her. 
And I scream and yell and scream and yell. I got the stand on my back still, and he wouldn't stop. Finally, he stops. I let an arrow through. You know, he was just right above me. I mean, I'm looking up at him. His G2s were, it looked like a foot long. I thought, well, that's a stud. I, I mean, I have a split second, you know, let her rip and, you know, dumped him within 20 yards. So that was the hunt, and it was over, and I went back to the boat. That's epic. It was just it was just so surreal. It's like, all right, I guess I'm not hunting today. I bought like we're done. Ten different things of water, a <laughs> shit ton of food. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sit here all day. You know? No, wow, that's badass. So you didn't even make it up the tree. No. No, didn't make the tree. I was on the ground. You hear about all those stories like that. Like yeah. guys that go in like with their release on, this, that, and the I don't do that. So I like if that was ever to happen to me, I think I would I would be caught with my pants around my ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it we was, also uh, went like two hours before light. <laughs> well, no, it yeah. doesn't matter. It was uh, my old problem was that, I mean, I didn't get to bed till it was about 3.30 that morning. Mm-hmm. And then I, I mean, I got up about five. So I was getting pretty late to the tree. I think it was about, it was probably about eight o'clock when I killed them, 7.30. So nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah awesome. I, I got in a little too late. So I got in, you know, just right. It was light was breaking and. When I got to the tree, it was, you know. So it was, it was meant to be. It was meant to be, 100%. Yeah, of, who's so to say awesome. you hadn't have got in there when you wanted to get in there, got up the tree, and you would have ended up having a limb or an overhang yeah. or something I that mean, screwed up that lane? Yeah, and I got to bed so so freaking late, too. It's like, man, <laughs> you know, I'm not even – I was. I was. I woke up, I'm like, I'm not even going to go hunt and screw this. I'm like, yeah, I better just go do it. And colder than shit, I was like, nope, just go do it. Just go do it. The wife's gone the whole day. Just get up there. You, you, you had to, that was your plan. You had the boat hooked up. It's full of gas. Go. You have beer for when you're done. Just go do it. So, hey, I you gave yourself plenty of time to celebrate. Oh, I had plenty of time. I drank a <laughs> lot of beers by noon. By noon. By noon. <laughs> That's a good day. That's a good day, my friend. Yes, it was. Um, but yeah. So yeah, um, we before we talked about kind of the partnership and what we what we got going on, and um, I'm excited for it. I think you guys are like, again, like the right fit with the outdoor drive and what you guys represent. Um, I love your family, the family you guys have. I, I can't even count the number of people that you guys, they blow up my Instagram, blow up my Instagram, just private message me, just bullshit about hunting and everything else. They blow me up all the time. They like all my stuff. They share all my stuff. I was like, this is a no brainer. We had to work with that family, those family of people, because, you know, it just feels so close to my heart from where we're at. It just, even though we're miles apart, hours apart, it was a no-brainer for me. Absolutely. And, I mean, the other thing, too, we fit so well because we're not only whitetails. And being, the like, the full outdoor umbrella. Like, you you yourself, man, you're not only a whitetail killer, but you're also out there catfishing, doing all this crazy stuff on the river. Yep. It's not only just whitetail hunting. Yep. 100%. And that's originally that's what i thought we should do is we got to kind of st- stick with the company that's going to be whitetail driven that's what i thought was the right idea i thought that you got to be whitetail focused i mean that's also you know the, it's the bread and butter but it's also what i love the most but i'm a coon, i have a coon hunting background that's how i grew up i didn't bow hunt when i grew up started growing up i was a coon hunter right that's all i did i coon hunted coon hunted coon in my ass off that's all i wanted to do and trapped you know and then I got into shotgun hunting, got into deer hunting a little bit here and there, and then realized well, I needed a totally different challenge than what I was doing with, with deer. And uh, that, that passion with archery completely took off. And I wish I would have done it sooner, 
Um, I didn't get it till I was after high school um, into it, which really uh, burns me to my core because uh, I really would have gotten involved back then. But I'm glad this this direction is what God made me go to and go towards. And, you know, I wouldn't change a thing. But you learn a lot as a coon hunter and doing the other things too, like being a trapper. Like I say it all the time, like you want to learn how an animal moves or try and like really hone in your skills as a, <laughs> as a primal person is try, try and get, uh, <laughs> yeah, try getting a, a coyote to step in a one by one square, try and get a raccoon to, to step in a, a little duke or, um, yep. you know, it's, it's, that's, that's a whole different skill set as, as, as a primal type of person, man. Like, yep getting a beaver to swim through a three thirty, or, you know, an otter or whatever the case may be. Like, that's a whole different, that's a whole different skill set, man. And that makes you a true outdoorsman at that point, because then you learn how animals move, what they do, you know, their scat, their trails, so on and so forth. So it definitely yeah. sets you up for being, being a very, very good whitetail hunter or being any type of really good hunter in that case. hundred percent, you know, and this is why, we have decided, you know, collectively within my team here and uh, my company is that we need to be the voice, the page, just the, just the group that anybody from all walks of life, young or old, can go in here and relate to everything. Now, um, it's not going to be through hunts or different things like that i'm not gonna be able to we're not gonna be able to you know represent everybody in that aspect that's just not gonna happen but i want a platform a place where everybody can go and relate to where they can share their photos share their stuff wearing our gear promoting you know what they're doing in the outdoors while wearing that gator hat or that gator hoodie or you know whatever it is you know with their family and we share that i mean i i, I can't pound on this hard enough as when i first started this you know I was working my ass off trying to get this rolling in, in my real job. And that fall, I made a post on my Snapchat and I did it on Instagram, which kind of hurt me a little bit in the checking account. But I said, if you are out there, if you are a youth hunter and you are out there and you kill something, please let me come find you and give you a hat or a gator t-shirt, whatever it is. Yep. Let me take a picture of you wearing that because I want to experience that moment with you. And I posted that. I spent three weeks in a row while working. I'd be in between meetings, flying 20 minutes this way, half hour this way, an hour this way, picture hat, picture hat, and charge a dime to promote the brand. And I'm so happy I did that, not knowing what I was doing, because after that was done, my page lit fire. People kept on commenting, hey, man, where can I buy the hat? That's awesome. I'm so glad you did that for my son. Now, when I did that, I didn't know this was going to happen. I give the kid this hat. The dad has a great time. He comes home. I post the kid on my page from with, with their, obviously with their, with their uh, rights. They let me do that. And then all of a sudden I have grandma, grandpa, cousin, Jeff, cousin, you know, Sally, whoever liking the page, except for the page. All of a sudden they're buying a sweatshirt. Awesome doing this. And I go, I had no idea me putting up front all that money and giving these kids all this stuff that have exploded into what it was. I said, this is pretty neat. Now it's like, that's time to run with it. Yep. We got to do something with it and roll with it, but we need to do it in a different manner. Cause I'll go broke. I can't do that forever. No one can do it. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> but I mean, it goes to show though, that, you know, if you're out there and you're doing it for the right reasons yep. and you're, you're supporting what you believe in, you're not just, Hey, I'm selling this as a sales pitch. It's cool. You, you're, you're putting your money where your mouth is literally hundred yep. percent. 
and people can get behind that. It's relatable. It's real. And I think that's what the big differentiator between you and a lot of other companies are. They're going, Hey, we're cool. This is great. We've got these beautiful models wearing our stuff and you're going, keep that crap. I don't want doctored photos. Give me your, I snapped this on my phone. Here you go. Raw, real, no bullshit. This is it. This is game. Yep. 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 And I think that's what really took off everything. And now you just see it everywhere. Um, I, I, I can go into a story right now, but I can't because that's going to be the story for what's about to happen. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just go ahead and put a pause on you there. Yeah, we'll put a pause there because I can really get into something here. We're going to get we're going to get really emotional, get really big. Um, I'm excited to tell a story someday soon, um, but I can't yet. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So, yeah, Gator Outdoors, we're located here. Um, Preston, Iowa, like I said, again, family owned, operated business, everything you're going to buy comes from our shop, our town of 1000 people comes from us and everything gets shipped out personally, us postal service. Cause we don't have anything else here. The closest FedEx and UPS is an hour away. <laughs> and when you bitch about shipping, I will say it's COVID because I hope it was COVID. that is the the number one valid reason and excuse anyone can use right now what more honestly justified right right i'll say mom did we get this right she goes i don't remember seeing that shit uh must have been covid all right we'll get take care of (laughs) must have been covid (laughs) no but for real that really did fuck us up big time was covid really fucked everything up for a while oh yeah i don't know how shit just gets like you ship something and then you look at the transit, it says in transit, but where? Right. Where's transit? That's not a town. It's not a zip oh, yeah. code. It's in transit. I, well, they were using combines to send them up there. <laughs> That's what it was. They were in transit, but they had to go. finish a field at a time as they went. Yep. <laughs> Fucking yeah. goddamn Amish would have been better. Sorry, the Amish listeners. horse and buggy Speed buggy cart. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the Amish are listening. I think you'd be all right. I don't think so. They're not supposed to be. <laughs> they're not supposed to be, unless they're on Run Springer or something. But and if you are, go ahead and give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, and uh, reach over to Gator Outdoors. Do the yeah, there you go. Them. There you go. <laughs> so, so real quick here, let's talk about quick for everybody here with your listeners about kind of about Gator Outdoors. About um, we have a discount code. Yes. Set up. We do. Um, what was the discounted code again? I got too many with different people. What is ours? Outdoor Drive 20. Outdoor Drive 20. Outdoor Drive 20. That is the one. Let's see right now. That is a golden ticket, guys. I'm going to change that today. We're going to go Outdoor Drive 25. Oh, Whoa. snap. And that's for everybody. That's going to be True Timber and everything. Outdoor Drive 25. I'm going to put it on there right now. I'm putting it on the Out- Wix app, and we're changing it to 25. And at the time you were hearing it, this is real time. Real time. We are dropping this, this thing done and dropping it live immediately Coupon. following. Yes. So um, let's push that outdoor drive 25 and we'll be pushing products. Um, Gator related. Uh, True Timber is a co-brander of ours. Um, we're pretty lucky to have them. We do have now Carhartt as a co-brand, which is going to be huge. Um, are you guys rock a lot of Carhartt up in your area or your neck of the woods or not? Oh, yeah. Do you? I grew oh, up yeah. on Carhartt. Yeah. I was wondering that. I didn't know if yeah, you guys had sure. like something else. I didn't know. No. But, uh, no. Midwest is huge. Carhartt's like that's 
Yeah, yeah. we that's what we wear. Once it gets cold out, that's what we wear is Carhartt. Everyone Carhartt jackets. It's like overall. Maybe you guys started the trend, but we took it over. <laughs> sure, sure, but uh, <laughs> no, but we're so to stick to business here. We are literally going to be Sorry. keep. No, that's fine. Um, we're we're in a limited time here. I am anyway. I have some really big plans tonight. You know, so um, we're going to be more. Co- we're going to be co-branding more and more different companies of, of, of articles of clothing is what we're trying to get, you know, kind of, uh, formulated here with, with our, with our business and aligns with our values at the same time. Now we're only gonna have one camel company. That's gonna be true timber. That's, that's a given. Okay. And the reason why true timber is it's not my silk or anything else was I didn't have even, I didn't even wear an article of true timber before I spoke with true timber at the ATA show. Um, everything around here was Walmart Mossy Oak. I love Mossy Oak Bottomland. I wore Mossy Oak my entire life. I have so much Bottomland, I don't even know what to do with. I love Bottomland. Always have. Um, I was at the ATA show. I met with True Timber. They treated me like I was a part of them. I've never been treated so good in my life from a different hunting brand. It, it was unreal. Um, we hit it off. I told them my vision. I didn't have money to give them, you know, to be worth anything of value to start a brand that I was going to brand and be a co-brander. And, uh, they said, that's fine. Let's talk about it. And, uh, we'll discuss further down in some few meetings. So we had a few meetings. I kind of told them the direction I wanted to go and they just believed in me. I have no idea how or whatsoever that why they would believe in me, but they did. And I hope to be someday going to be the, one of their best decisions they ever made, which I hope that happens. Um, but right now we've done enough where, you know, we're doing very well and they are very happy to have us. So that's all I can say. Um, I tried getting some bigger brands. Uh, one brand that rhymed with Ica, um, originally back in the day, just because everybody really wanted the Ica stuff. And, uh, you know, we're not they want nothing enough to, to do wear with that. small town. They want nothing it's, to do with small town Wade Borman and small town Wade Borman's money. They want a big time, big money from big yep. cities with big titties and big asses. Yeah, I was going to say we're not, big ass, we're, we're not pretty enough. That's all it is. The, the, I just didn't know. I just the, we but, didn't have the we didn't have the money or the capital to afford. They don't a, make that in fat guy anyways. No, they don't. <laughs> they honestly no, it doesn't don't. fit fat guy. They it do not make fit Western guy. sizes. <laughs> what I, you you would <laughs> laugh because and I, I hear this all the time. It's this great clothing. Not doubting that. Not doubting it's great quality. I, I guarantee it is for the price you pay. That's not the issue. The issue for me was people. Mm-hmm. When I asked and I told them what I wanted to do, the first thing the guy said out of his mouth, which I knew was just he was just joking, but he was one of their dealers. He said, if you don't have $150,000 down payment, why are you wasting my effing time? Hmm. First thing he said That's on the phone. No, right there. And I said, well, you know, he just kind of laughed and he goes, no, but really you need a quite a big sizable down payment. And he said, otherwise, yeah, you just, you won't have us as a dealer. Jeez. And I said, oh, well, I apologize. You know, he goes, no, nothing to apologize for you. He said, we just only take on big accounts. And I'm like, so you're not really for the small class yeah. kind of guy, huh? Not he says, all. he says, they're not buying our clothing. I said, bullshit. I got people that don't, I got no kids that are, making 500 bucks a week to buy a $2,000 suit. Mm-hmm. And they find out how later they, they take 
weeks later to pay off the regular bills. They'd rather buy the camel. I said, you don't, you're missing the entire boat here. It's not doctors and lawyers that are just buying your shit. And True. you know what? It's I a said, hardcore you know guy that are wearing it. Yeah. And I said, you know what? That's fine. You might have really good clothing and it's the greatest and all that. But I said, True Timber has, I would say, close to the same kind of clothing that they're offering. Very similar. Um, I actually like this True Timber pattern strata better than what they offer. And uh, they're great people to work with. I talked to small town people out of South Carolina and they're great. I, every time I call them, they answer, help me out. Yep. No problem. I could have a $10 order or a $10,000 order and they treat me the same. And I love that. So last season or the season before I got, uh, it was the season before. Yeah. Season before I had gotten the true timber stuff and, uh, I absolutely love it. I think it's the most comfortable stuff. I wear the packable down. Um, I love it, dude. I think it's the greatest. Well, that soft down saved your ass quite literally this year. Yeah, for sure. Wait, it's the packable down, but then there's the, oh, the suede stuff, right? True suede. Yep. True suede. I got the true suede and I, that's, I wear that regularly. It is so warm. I, it's so, I, I shot my big buck with it this year. It saved my ass. It's it's almost too much. It's almost too much. It's almost too much. It is. Because it is. you if so I've done the pack all down where super windy, like a 30, 30 mile an hour day. I want to get in a tree to kill Captain Coke. And uh, a lot of people didn't follow my story. Captain Coke's a deer. I killed on a drink. And uh, <laughs> this no joke, the wind was Literally. so strong, I'm like, I'm gonna just walk there quick. It's like a two hundred yard walk. I'm like, I'll get there real quick and be fine. And I'm like, Oh sweet, I didn't sweat at all. Awesome. I didn't sweat. When I get to the tree and I sit down and I'm doing a few things, I put my hands in my pocket, I'm like, Why am I so wet? I look inside. I am drenched in sweat. Didn't even realize it because that stuff is, is just it a trap. It. Yep. it is so freaking warm. You know, it just keeps everything inside of you. Well, I wore on that on that cruise down river to kill my buck, and it was 20 degrees, and I'm probably going 40, 45 miles an hour down the river, you know, and I wasn't cold at all. My face was frozen shut, but everything else in me was, like, warm. Like, how in the hell does this stuff work that good? Well, it's the sh- same shit that, you know, it's 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 duck feather. It's it's duck down. You know, it's it's stuff that's gonna be. That's what ducks are sitting in the water all day in forty below forty below weather, and they're just fine. You yep. know, it's you, good gear. So, and that shit is point, very affordable. I was just gonna say for the price point to get packable down. Yeah, I mean, you put you take the packable down, and literally, I have a. Uh, I lost the actual bag my pants were in before, and so I have this small like. My wife has this brand new like makeup case that she never used. So it's not like doesn't smell like figuring out polish or anything else like that. So I stuff the pants in and zip it shut. It's literally a sandwich Ziploc bag like I'm size. Just, I'm just and picturing pa- Wade walking on his boat right there with a Prada bag in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are sexy enough for that Itka crap. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think it, I don't think it looked very good. I mean, my beer gut's too big. Shit, I'm 280 pounds. I'm 6'4". I'm not going to be... Uh, yeah. Yeah. You so my pants fit in a Ziploc bag. Can Do your pants? I'm 6'4". <laughs> Come on. Think about it. Mine do. No. True. True. <laughs> True. Touche. Touche. True. Yeah, so... I mean, true Timmer's just proven tried and true. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I've been, I'm blessed to have them a, a part of Gator. They love our stuff. They post us quite a bit on their page. Um, I look back, I think we have like a dozen different photos they posted in the past 
six months about us, you know, that's been pretty cool. They really do push us hard, which is funny. We're just a small business that, you know, that just started a year and a half ago. And, um, you know, to get Carhartt involved in different companies, it's, it's been a blessing at True Timber because that's a big name. True Timbers and all your Cabela's, your Bass Pro stores now, you know, it's really, it's, that's the camo that you see everywhere. I see True Timber everywhere I go now. They, they're so large. Um, and that's what everybody really is wearing. It used to be everywhere I turn, it was Realtree and Moss Oak, and now everywhere I go, it's True Timber. Now because I notice it, because yeah. I'm looking for it. But uh, but the difference um, is, is is they didn't sell out. They didn't win. People are buying this. Let's bump it up 200%. Yeah. I mean, and they sponsor all the NASCAR guys. I mean, what, what else do you want? Yeah, There's not too many people that sponsor NASCAR anymore. <laughs> well, they are South Carolina-based. <laughs> mm. And they're American. Touche. Touche. <laughs> Very true. So, yeah, um, Outdoor Drive 25, we'll have that code live. I'm pretty excited to see that. I, I know last year the coupon codes we had, a lot of your guys' family were were definitely on the website, and and uh, I'd love to have them back again. I know the kill hats in your area. We sell a ton of them on your side of the States. It's a ton we of them kill hats. a lot hats. of shit out here. We kill us, bro. We it's East Coast kill us. what we do. <laughs> we're East Dude. Coast killers. Come on. I, I, I bet we I bet we sent out 100 and 150 200 hats out that direction um, last oh, year. Kill we're hats. Gonna, we're Can you explain that. everybody what the kill cap is all about? Because you do something with the kill cap that a lot of people don't do with the kill cap. Yeah. So um, this year's gonna be different. This is gonna be fun this year. Um, what we got coming out, but so what we do is we design a new kill hat every year, and uh, basically what we'll do is if you purchase that hat for $25 on our store. We will mail you the cap. You receive the hat. If you kill a deer, kill whatever, and you send us a photo wearing the hat, we will post you on our Instagram, our Facebook page, or whatever that is. And then when you actually um, do that to us, we'll, 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 or send it to us, we will then message you and ask you for your address and we'll send you the kill shirt at the end of the season or whenever they come into stock. So that we, we pay for that. We pay for the shipping. You just get that exclusive shirt because you bought that hat. And everybody always calls me or they'll, they'll message me, hey, man, how do I get that shirt? Well, did you buy the hat? Well, no. Shit, shit I like, bud. Yep. You got to buy the hat. And I don't care what time of year you buy it, but you got to buy it and you got to kill something. That's not people. Don't kill people, but you got to kill something. <laughs> and uh, Hold go that yeah. route. But uh, this you, year I can let you, you mean know. mean if some of our troops ordered that and took it overseas with them and then sent you a hat? Or just sent you a picture. Yeah. No, but that would be pretty funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> just saying, I know a few guys. <laughs> I know a few guys. <laughs> it would be a good. It would be funny, wouldn't it? Um, but uh, I people always ask me that question with the shirt because it says I killed in in 2019, and I had I had a guy come up to me. He's like, "Bro, did you go to war?" I'm like, "No, I, I killed a whitetail. It's Gator Outdoors. Check this thing out." And I tell them all, all right. about it, and they're like, "That's pretty cool. I kind of like that." Yeah. So we're doing different designs for that too. Is that really that people are going to want it? But um, the hat this year is going to be cool. So the new, the Gator Badge logo hats that kind of came out, we're going to do the camo hats, like everybody's seen the old school army camo, and the logo is going to be black and red centered on the front. And so it's going to be like the red kill. And I think that's going to be our signature kill cap every year. I'm going to change a little variation on it because if I don't, everybody's use the same hat every year for the kill cap and that's People not never know if they buy it mm-hmm. yeah right. we're gonna change yeah. a little variation on it and uh yeah I, I have an idea on that so i like it 
I like it's it. It's going to be good because pretty soon they're going to have hats. I might even just say, you know what, on the front of the hat, it's going to have the badge and everything, the logo on the front, and the back it'll say 2021 or 2022. It'll have that mm-hmm. stitched embroidered in the back. And when you get that, it's going to, you know, every year just hang it up. All right, that one's done. I, you know, done for the year. Boom, put it up and leave it up. That's pretty bad. And then someone's dad could have 15 hats and be like, yep, there's my wall of gator, baby. You know, there they are. You know, there's my, mm-hmm. there's my season each year and there's the picture and the shirt. And it could be something that you, you gravitate towards. And I think that's why we really need to bring in the family base because this could be something that really could be, leave a legacy for a lot of kids mm-hmm. for years to come. And, I really want to discuss what's going to go on, but stop. Yeah, no, it's stop. Tough. Right it's tough. I'm going to stop you right there, man. We, we, we can't thank you enough, bro. And I, I do want to ask you one last thing. Like we always ask everybody and that's what drives you outdoors, Wade? Well, <laughs> I know now, um, I've always known, but, uh, I'll tell you one thing. And it's re- what's really, I don't have kids yet. All right, I, we're, we're, we're trying, I'll be honest there. And that's what's public. We've let everybody in our families know. But uh, I, for years and years and years, I've been kind of selfish, worried about myself for years. And uh, kind of trying to do my own different things. But really seeing the youth and the world we're in right now. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, monster bucks came out on dvd we had duck commander they just came out on dvd they were so big we had different people to look up to in the hunting industry the high school you know everybody hunted and fished and now i look at the school i was in no one does that yep no one's doing any of that stuff my cousin who's a senior in high school is going with me on a south dakota hunt with the box storm boys and utah is going to be there and doing some photography he's actually going to try and get a slam again and uh He's like, what kind of gun do I buy? And I'm thinking, man, when I was a senior, I just knew that. Like I knew what to use for a gun for turkeys, what choke. And I'm thinking these kids, it's nothing wrong with him. He doesn't have a dad that's involved in it. He just doesn't, you know, but we need to be something for these kids. When you post a 220 inch deer and you aren't cool and you aren't good unless you kill 220 inch deer, these kids can't do that. So they're forced to post or forced to do stupid shit for Instagram fame. Yep. And what really drives me is really getting into the heart of your community, dig deep, find people that are interested and find different ways to help them. And I believe, and I believe the cliffhanger here, that's the direction Gator Outdoors is going. And don't do it. No, but I'm going to say, I'm going to leave this as a cliffhanger. Dig deep within yourself and try to take some time and force that, force this upon yourself and stop thinking about what you're going to do this year as your goal for yourself. Put time into somebody else, a little bit of time and help them out. If it's a text message, if it's whatever about them deer hunting or help them get outside more because they're the future. And without that, you're, you're really, you're really, we're all going to be screwed. I mean, I, I just, I, I'm really digging, thinking deep too hard on this right now, but <laughs> I think that if we don't, if we don't do something now, and I'm really saying do something, don't just help a kid who's got a divorced parent. Don't just help a kid that's handicapped. I mean, don't, by all means, that's good, but there's more to it. There's money, 
there's their social media pressure. Stop, stop hating on different pages, you know, stop just promoting this one person because there's, there's this, this huge buck killer. There's, there's other reasons why kids are not getting involved, you know, because they just can't be that person right away. And they, they think they have to be, so don't do that. So I guess what's driving me right now is, is the world we're living in and the things that are changing and, uh, they're not, it's not going good. So you got to change something now is where I'm getting at. And it's, it sounds kind of, I'm really murdering what I'm trying to say right now, but I know you guys know what I'm saying. I know saying. what you're saying. And I know what yeah, you're trying we, not we know to what say. You're saying. I'm not and here for that. Yeah. I'm not here for <laughs> that. You're, you're good. You're good. Yeah, right. So now it's, it's great. I, I will say it's, it's got, it's hard to say what you're trying to say without saying it. I get it. Uh, I think it's a great cliffhanger. Yeah, because once, once, yeah, because once everyone knows what we're coming out with and what we are doing, they're gonna go, "Oh shit! I wish he would just said it." Then now I understand it. But we have to save it for that time and place for our own good. So um, that's right. Right now, just be there for someone. Look a little deeper than yourself. That's what I'm getting at. And you know who they are that are people that are interested in the outdoors. So give them a little bit of time because they don't have it from anybody else. Absolutely. We'll leave it there because there is a lot of people out there. If you don't open your eyes up, they're watching you and they want to do what you're doing, but they're afraid to ask and they don't know where to go. Agreed. And they're going to poach. And they're going to do stupid shit and they're going to be a drifter and they're going to fuck things up and they're going to have 2000 followers. And then they are on some fucking climbing stand, you know, company that just doesn't look good for anybody's business. So, that's right. You know, don't be a drifter. Amen. Well said. I, I'm I'm not even gonna dig in, and I'm not gonna follow up to that. I think I think that's about the best way we can close this one out. So, um, it's refreshing. Basic. Oh, geez, thanks. That hurts right here. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, you know, you guys really need to take his advice and uh, sit back and and think about the reasons you're doing this, and really put that into your own perspective and. Uh, with that, we're going to just thank you guys for taking the ride right here on the Outdoor Drive. Mm-hmm.